You should be so lucky, 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 lucky. You should be so lucky. Why are you doing lucky? Well, I'm, this is the, I'm living right now. Second episode of the Breaking Atoms podcast. Yes, indeed. I yes, am indeed. Living right now, Chris. Yeah, I can see you got the you got the glow. You should be so lucky. lucky You're glowing lucky. too much, though. Okay. You're going too much, like right. doing too much, bro. Second episode. Excited yes. to be here. Oh, you know what? Like second episode in a week. We're consistent. Consistent. Yeah, we've done two episodes in two weeks. I'm, 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 I'm down with that. I'm yeah, down. We're with consistent. That. So should we actually do official like intro now? Or should we just fuck? Yeah, let's do let's do intro. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So my name is Summit, aka Op Winston, aka one half of the Anonymous Nerds, and my name is Chris Mitchell, aka Mumra's dad, the other half <laughs> of the Anonymous Nerds. What is up? So if <laughs> that's Mumra's dad, mm-hmm. what does Ma- uh, Marmot make? You know, what's that relation to you? Well, in terms of his yeah, mum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marmot is his mum. His we, dog, remember his dog, Mumra's dog. Mumra didn't have a dog. Yes, Marmot. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't really mess with Marmot, though. Okay. Well, in case you didn't realise, uh, having read the description of the podcast, today we're delving into cartoons we watched as kids. Yes, we're going to show our age today. And we're going to talk about the shows we watched back in the 80s, yes. which, what, 30 years ago now? 80s and 90s, because, you know, I'm, st- you know, I'm no, mid-80s. Talk for yourself. I'm old out here. I'm an OG. <laughs> but look, we're 80s babies, so we're going to be biased. But I think that, that that generation, that decade, and even into the mid-90s, there was a golden generation for cartoons. Yes, definitely. And yeah. I think it's, uh, it's only right that we discuss some of our favourites. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we do, we've got to thank some people for listening to our first podcast. Yeah, the thank Wire. all four of them. Yeah, oh, no, we had like 100 plus. Really? Yes! I'm impressed. I'm okay to give the numbers out. I don't, I don't fake numbers out here. Wow. I'm faking no wow. numbers out here. Okay. We're not faking no pump out here. But okay. we've got to thank some people for listening, for sharing. Uh, thanks to Kara, Jaunty, uh, Big Therm, Rael James, who actually got the, he's got the essence of the podcast down. He's a smart guy. He, he's, a, he's a very smart guy, uh, really intelligent, compassionate, and forward-thinking guy. Just for those who don't know what the connection is, uh, Rail is a very close friend of my producer and my friend also. Shout out to Imperial who helped with some of the post-production and whatnot. Yes, a- Imperial, a.k.a. the genius. He's the genius. No, he's just tall. He's okay. like 6'4". Okay. He's genius, though. Okay, he's a I tall like genius, then. Well, we also got uh, Mark Ortega, who's a freelancer for the LA Times. Uh, we also got the character who played Vito from The Sopranos said he's going to listen to the podcast. That's huge. That's wicked, right? Yeah, that's huge. And then that's we also huge. got Bakala, who's now following me on Twitter, but is also going to listen to the podcast because he liked this shit. That's dope. That's dope. I want to shout out Jamie Hector. Yes. Who plays Marlo in The Wire. He liked the tweet. And um, no, it's just, it's just flattering just to know that people took the time to listen to one hour and 50 minutes of us talking. That's an EastEnders omnibus. <laughs> oh, Kef. All right. All right, my name's Phil Kef. Yeah, all right. That don't sound like Phil at all, bro. Okay. All right, so let's carry on with the names. Shanti, uh, April, a.k.a. Bombay, uh, D-Rocker, Black Key Beats, uh, Sierra, A-King, a.k.a. The King Maker. You just, you've just turned our podcast into a mixtape. Yeah, I know. You're shouting out everybody. Shout out to my mum, yo! Anyway, uh, and also, just so you know, Chris, Draper did not listen to the podcast. Shout out to Draper, though, for being Draper. Did not listen to the podcast. Okay, well, it's cool. Anyway. Right, so what shows do you remember watching when you were a kid? Okay, so we're going to go back 30 plus years now. Okay. And I don't care. I'm showing my age. I'm in my 30s. 
mid thirties. I was here's a fun fact. Okay, here we go. Right. Okay. I was born on the same day in the same hospital as Prince William. But that's a whole other episode. Really? Absolutely. My mum and Princess Diana had the same consultant, but he didn't come and see her that day for obvious reasons. Anyway, cartoons that I used to watch growing up. I mean, stating the obvious. Yeah. Thundercats. Oh! X-Men. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant. Hero Turtles. Hero Turtles. Hero. We've got the watered-down version, but that's a whole... Ninja different, Turtles. Different topic. <laughs> Rugrats, yeah. Uh, Batman the animated series, yeah. We had Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Transformers. Transformers definitely yep. has to get a shout out. Uh, Spider Man, and I was a big fan of some of the lesser known cartoons okay. as well. Hit me. Um, so when I say lesser known, I'm talking like Centurions, yep. Visionaries. Mm-hmm. I think Visionaries only had like one series run, okay, something like that. Okay. Um, I loved Galaxy High. Yep. Ulysses. Ulysses. Very underrated uh, cartoon. Someone uh, who listened to the podcast, Richard Starr, also talked about Ulysses 31 as well as one of the Ulysses classics. was hard. And um, Mask. Mask was pretty cool. The, the car one, right? The, the, like, the Transformers with the actual cars. Absolutely. Right, and right. then you had um, Pole Position. Pole Position. I think Pole Position also had like one one season. Okay. It came and went. And, um, you know, I can't, I can't forget like, te- uh, can't forget cartoons like Action Force. Wow, you're going in. Yeah, G.I. So I had like Hey Arnold, like Scooby-Doo, Dexter's Laboratory. The soft stuff. The, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah, the Danger Mouse. Stuff. Danger Mouse was dope. Yeah. yeah. Count Duckula. Yes, yes, Count yes. Count Duckula. Yes. We had uh, yes. Super Ted. Pinky Super Ted the, was hard. Pinky and the Brain. Banana Man. Banana Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> DuckTales. DuckTales was crazy. Oh my God. He-Man. He-Man, He-Man, Master of the Universe. Oh yeah, and they, they just brought back He-Man and Skeletor for that uh, for that advert. Money, Com- yeah, yeah, money. I love that advert, but love that that, advert. that's classic too. Mm-hmm. Johnny Bravo as well. So I think we have got a, a good crossover of of shows that we watched as children. Listing all those names, though, you know, it's making me think: Did we actually go outside? No, no. Well, no, we did. We had a very healthy childhood. Come on, we you used to go out, play yeah. football, you can run speak for yourself. Yeah, we had a healthy childhood. Uh, all them cartoons. Yes. All right. All right, so how about we drill down to a few? So we look at the Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or mm-hmm. Hero Turtles, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll also look at see, you know things on the Rugrats, Dexter Laboratory. No, uh, we ain't talking well. about the soft stuff today. Okay, that's, that's m- a Transformer sound. Yes, yeah, that is an essential piece of. Um, that's like a sound logo. Yes. Um, random fact. Go on. Hit that me. Hit sound, me. Hit that me. sound is actually in my Memory Lane remix. Shout out to Imperial. He added that sound. The genius? So, yeah, he, yeah he, has, he is actually a genius. He's the genius? Yeah, he is. I'm sorry. Yeah, he did it. Love he did that. it. I'll do a live rendition later. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Sing the whole song. I dare Robots you. in disguise. I think you missed the line, bro. I'm Indian, man. I'm Indian. I, I, miss, I miss stuff. I'm Indian. What, what is the curry in that? Classic cartoon, though. Yeah, come on. Absolute classic. I think when you talk about 80s cartoons, mm-hmm. if you don't mention Transformers... That's like talking about hip hop and not mentioning Premier. Yeah. It's quintessential. Yeah. Right. It's like required listening. You go to uni. Yes. And you do your, your course or your module and they say these are the books you need to read. If you're going to talk about 80s cartoons, yes. you need to know your Transformers. Absolutely. It sets up everything. And it was one of the most popular shows of the 80s. Obviously, you had Thundercats, and you had, but this was, like I said, the quintessential one. This mm-hmm. is the, the main one. Just think about the music alone. Yeah. That intro sequence. Right, so think about now, right? We lord Stranger Things for the music. Yes, but think about the Transformers. That show back then, that was, was a, that was a soundtrack like eighty sci-fi. Yeah, it was. I think, I think the theme song or the music for Transformers is something I would say is embedded 
in our cultural DNA. Yeah. Like, you could, I don't care what age you are or where you're at. Like, that song will always be stuck, like, in your brain. You could always sing it, even if you don't know the words, like you. You'd know the melody, for dun, example. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know who did that music. It was probably someone Japanese, though. Yeah, yeah, probably. But, I mean, it's, it's genius. You got, like, obviously Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. You can't not mention Optimus Prime. He, he is an OG. Yes, he's triple OG. Yeah. Our OG. Yes, he is. Yeah, he, he schooled us. Like, we, we, we learned so much from him. We learned about leadership, right? Yeah. So, like, I, th- I was thinking about some of the characters, right? So, you got, you got your Dinobots. You got the Decepticons. You got the Constructicons. Did you say Dinobots? Yeah. It's Dinobots, bro. Okay, I'm Indian. I pronounce things wrong. Which oh, one? Oh, come on, man. Who is your favorite Transformer, though? Who's my favorite? Yeah. I'm going to go with um, Ironhide. That's a sick name. I always like that name. Do you know why? He was ready to go. Always ready to go. He was ready for action. He was like the weed carrier in the crew. Yes. Always ready to pop off. He was ready. He's like, yo, Prime, why can't we go to get these guys? <laughs> no, Ironhide, we cannot do that. That's... You know you know who was my favourite character? I was messed up from a kid, so I always liked the go bad on. guys. Go on. Soundwave. Soundwave. You know why? Soundwave used to walk around with the cassette tape in his chest. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, I reckon he made mixtapes for all the Decepticons, bro. He was the ori- Yo, he was the original mixtape. Yeah, bro. He was like Cool Hurt for the bad man them. <laughs> Real talk. Real rooftop. talk. He was part of the rooftop parties yes. in New York. Yes. He was the and DJ he, Clue. And he had the um the cassette would turn into that little animal. I've forgotten the name. Right. And he, the animal would go and listen to what the Autobots were doing. You know, wow. and then he'd bring the news back and record it on the tape. Soundwave. Soundwave. Okay, he's now my new favourite character. No, he can't be. I went with Ironhide because he was always ready for action. But this guy, yeah, sound fits me. He's hip-hop. Soundwave was, sound was serious. So I was even thinking about, like, uh, jazz. Do you remember jazz? Yes. Do you remember the stereotypical voice he had? Yeah, he was um, he was on the darker side of the ethnic spectrum. <laughs> he was? Yes, he was. Yes. Yes, he but was. But it was just like those shows, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but those shows and, and stereotypes, I just remember I was I was watching, re-watching like old uh, on YouTube, and just like, man, jazz was really over-accentuated with that accent. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. bad. What's also bad, we'll talk about later, is how they depicted Arabs in, in Transformers 2. Oh, you went deep. Yes. It's bad. Oh, you went deep. It's you bad. Deep. You know what I loved about Transformers, though? Mm. Beef. Yeah, it was always on, right? Megatron and Optimus Prime. You know when people talk about on-site? <laughs> they are the original on-site, bro. Yes. Like, these men, when they saw each other, they were not talking. No, they weren't talking, bro. They were not talking. It could be anywhere, anytime, any place. Bruv, Megatron would see Optimus Prime. And go, what? He wouldn't even say what. He'd just back out the gun. Immediately. <laughs> Megatron was ready to catch a body. Yeah, he was, he was, he was. And the thing is, you could see Prime was always like, nah, he was trying to, like, he was trying to look out for... He was looking out for his crew. Yeah. But if you got Megatron up, if you're up against Megatron, you can't you have to pro- go. I don't want problems with Megatron, you know. Nah, you're true. I true don't want that. no problems with Megatron. His name is Megatron. <laughs> the names. Yeah. The names were great. Yeah, yeah. Megatron D- was a Dinobots and that. Dinobots and no, that. Dinobots. <laughs> and I am just disappointed you even mentioned Dinobots because Come on, man, I, it's my accent. What do you want me to I, do? I, I didn't even remember, I didn't even think people remember that stuff. Yeah, Dinobots. Okay, that's fine. Um why don't we go into a bit about Thundercats? Yes. Thundercats. This, this is my cartoon. Right, because I'm going to be honest, like, out of all those kind of 80s cartoons, I was gravitated towards Thundercats. Now, Thundercats, <clears throat> how can I say? Well, firstly, the advertising was on point. Do you know how they advertised Thundercats? Tell me. To parents. Oh, so that was the original uh, Pesta Power. Yes. 
Okay. They understood, we're both in marketing, right? Mm -hmm. They understood personas early. This is who we're going to target to get the, to get these people to get the kids to watch this show. Okay. So they targeted parents to go, hey, this is the show you need to watch. Okay. You, what, your kids need to watch this show. And I don't think my parents told me to watch Thundercats, bro. No, no. It was on TV. It was ethnic. It was ethnic household and that. <laughs> ethnic household and that. You know what I mean? It's like, put the TV on and that. Watch what you want and that. Oh, man. I'm going to get you're killed. Bring, no, you're bringing me back to my childhood. Thundercats was, I think Thundercats is an, uh, a cultural institution. Yes. And Hollywood. Yeah. I don't know which idiot mm. up there cancelled mm. the Thundercats film. That yeah. cartoon should have a film by now. Well, yeah. Well, they had the movie in 85. The no, I'm talking movie, about the CGI. Yeah, 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 yeah. Supposedly yeah. There's a, there was a, a Thundercats CGI type film in production and there's like yes, a trailer online. Yeah, I don't know, like, why is there not a Thundercats film? I don't, even if they did it now, I don't know if they could capture it because I think like the reboot that they did. But supposedly the- that was really good. Well, cancelled after a season. But here's why it got cancelled, though. Supposedly, they yeah. were saying yeah. that because it was it was darker mm. than the original series, and also oh. the storylines were a bit too complicated for kids. Because the, the the second season was going to talk about Mumra, the villain, uh, being the creator of the uh, Snarf race. Why was Mumra such a serious man? No, he was the best villain, bro. I don't Darth Vader. No, Mumra. 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 Scared me. You remember when he used to go, Ancient spirits of evil, transform this decay form to Mumra, the ever living. What? When I watched that, I said, Yo, it's not that serious. You know, we didn't plan that. That was no. just off the no. cut. That's respecting that. And Darnell can vouch for us. But what? Like, Mumra, come on, seriously, like. He was bold. I understand that you got beef, right? But to call supernatural spirits and stuff, right? And then to turn into the muscly version and then you start flying around, like you took the beef way too seriously. But even Lino, you know, give me sight beyond sight. Yeah. Sword of omens. Yeah. Give me. They were conjuring. They were yeah. conjuring magic. They did some juju. Yeah. They- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lionel did juju. <laughs> Lionel was supposed to be Lionel. You reckon? Yeah, man. That was the I, character I, name. I, I reckon um, it's just because he was based on a lion. You're looking at it too deep. Okay. I know a fun fact. Okay, go ahead. They employed a psychologist to review every single script to ensure there was a moral uh, like end, an arc, moral arc to each and every episode. That's very interesting. Yes. Now, if you think about it, watching it now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it makes sense, right? It does make sense. Yes. Yes, there was always this kind of underlying tone about, you know, friendship and pursuit of goals and all that kind of stuff. Even though Lionel was always outside of Cat's lair for some reason, he didn't he was like always to stay at home. It. He did. <laughs> like, he, he was always out there. somewhere. He was always <laughs> out somewhere, bruv. Never wanted to do work. He never w- wanted to wash no he's, dishes. He's a Londoner. He's yeah. a Londoner. He just, he got, he's got his flat, but he's bruv, out all the time. Cat's lair was not a flat, bro. No, blood. Can you imagine how real. much to buy a Cat's lair would be in London, bro? Yeah, it's true. True. That man, they were living in Kensington, bro. <laughs> but um, but then you got the other characters, right? It's got Chitara. Mm-hmm. So she's a female character. She got the uh, I don't know what what weapon she's got, but it would like, I call it like a stick. Stick in it. Yeah, right. staff. A staff. Staff in it. Gandalf's Gandalf's staff. 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 So you got her. Um, in the eighties, like that show was so popular that like eighty. Let me check. Eighty-one people named their child Chitara in the eighties. Eighty-one idiots. No. Imagine being called Cheetara now. Come no, on, you're bruv. rude. Come on, Cheetara. Cheetah, no, Cheetara. Can I tell you something? No, this is. I'm gonna get even more ethnic on you now. Cheetara as a name was funny, 
to me growing up. Because chitter means bum. So chitara. So, so t- you're telling me as a young child. What we saw was, hey, yo, why she got bum for? I'm going to be honest with you, man. The jokes in your household were dead. 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 Is that your brand of humour? No, I'm just saying. I'm a kid. I'm like six, seven years no, old. What do you want me to do? A, you can still be a kid and be done. I, I did remember watching the um, the movie, the 85 movie, over and over and VHS over and over You know again. what's just come back to my thoughts as well? You talk yeah. about the movie. I've actually got the Thundercats episodes on DVD. Have you? Yeah, I got all. I think I've got all the episodes. You know, I might have to bring them to bring them to the new flat. Do that, do that, because yeah. um, I've got. I know I've got them in VHS. Like I remember recording wow. some and stuff. Like we've got VHS stocked away, like of uh, the movie. They, I'm surprised they haven't evaporated, bro. No, we got them locked away. We're we're good with that sort of stuff. We kept cool. a lot of stuff. Useless cassettes. Things. Yes, of course. It's, you know what, what else are you gonna do? Um, and then we got the reboot in 2011, which you talked about. Didn't mm-hmm. do that well, um, but then there was a crossover. I didn't know this. I read this recently that <clears throat> there was a crossover between Thundercats, the Thunderans, and Superman in the comics, 2004. Thundercats and Superman joined forces to defeat Mumra. You see, yeah. that's why I tell you, Mumra was a bad man. Yeah, he was, yeah, take but, it Superman. Listen, Mumra was on a warfare thing, yeah? He was not <laughs> on it, bruv. He was not on it, bro. He was like, no games. No games whatsoever. He had like, um, Slides. Sly, I remember Sly. Jackal Man. Do you remember his cave? It was real, man. But, bro. And his music. Do you think about his music? His. Mm-mm. That was real. Dude, Mumra might be the original Batman. Yeah, he is. I, I put him up above Darth Vader. He's the best villain. Period. It's Mumra. And his Mahmud. <laughs> but when you, when you think about a CGI. Thundercat film. Yeah. Imagine Mumra in 3D, bro. That'd be too scary, though. Yeah. It'd be too scary. They need to play that in schools. Calm they, they, thought the, they thought the orcs in Lord of the Rings were scary. The who? The orcs. Nah, I don't watch Lord of the Rings, bro. Okay. Um, Snarf, his name is Osbert. Okay, now, nah, all right. Stop right now. Where are you getting this information His from? name is Osbert. Osbert. S- Osbert. Snarf is a race. It's like, it's like when, when, when I was growing up, white people should go, oh, uh, you're Indian. Do you speak to Hindi? Now, Osbert sounds like Snarf was Jamaican. Yeah. But he's Osbert. Snarf? Osbert. They just didn't correct it. It's Osbert. Whatever you say. I still can't get over the, um, the on-site. Like, it's on-site. Like, it could be at your mama's crib, mama's house. Oh, it's an auto body? Dude, Megatron... Megatron. Oh he listen. God. This man used to wake up in the morning, looking for Optimus Prime, bro. <laughs> he used to look for him. Even as a kid, I used to sit there thinking, "Why is it so serious?" It's so serious, right? What was it over? I don't know. Like real. I don't know. They were the they were the original Biggie and Tupac. I don't think they knew what Do they were fighting over. Do you think Biggie made what's beef? For the Autobots and the Decepticons, yeah. they were the original beef, bro. They were the original East Coast West Coast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Megatron woke up in the morning and he's like, which Orbot am I going to kill today? So was ready op- to catch a body. So was like, so was the Decepticons like Shug? Yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. We'll put that up later then. Yeah, yes and no. But yeah, the original on-site. Mm-mm. You made me laugh. Mm-mm. You killed it with Mm-mm. that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Mm-mm. Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Heroes, Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. Yeah, Yo, yeah, we're yeah. so nerdy. Yeah, Love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
Right, so we're going to talk about uh, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, which in America used to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. For some reason... <clears throat> for some reason... They thought us UK kids were soft. Soft. easily influenced. So they turned it they turned it from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles into Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Hero. Because they thought us UK kids were going right. to turn around, putting on masks and start jumping around the place like we're ninjas. I beg to differ. I grew up watching the A-Team, so I saw people getting blown up from early. Right, right. Ninjas, that's light work to me. Right, you know, right. You're gonna right. pull out samurai swords and chop people up. Yeah. That's that's just another day for me. I saw people getting blown up in the A team. You ever seen MacGyver? MacGyver, yeah, he was. Yeah, real. so you know, a few people got laid out in MacGyver. MacGyver. It's light work. It's nothing. It is light work. But for whatever reason, they thought, you know what, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, and what I realized yeah. when doing my research, <clears> and actually, I actually learned this a few years ago. Go on. That Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was actually a pretty dark cartoon oh was it um it was very similar to like in terms of style and tone mm-hmm. to maybe like a batman yeah okay series. okay okay but they had to kind of soften it up for right. the uk market and they were also thinking you know like merchandise and selling other bits and pieces the toys the, the corporation clothes. yeah so they had to make right. turtles commercial essentially well speaking of the idea around turtles from my understanding it's almost a parody of daredevil Right. Okay, I've just finished watching Daredevil on Netflix. Right. Tie this up nicely. Nicely. Yes, please. Pressure on that. Pressure yeah, on that. Yeah. Pressure on that. Pressure on that. So the ooze, the the Teenage Mutants. Yes. Get, same like when Daredevil they f- when they fell in the juice. Yes. Same like Daredevil, and then <clears throat> you've got Splinter. You get a Splinter from a stick. Splinter stick. Um, so stick is the guy. I know who got, stick is. Right. I'm, I'm I'm just thinking you're 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 moving like Mr. Fantastic now. Yes. Reaching. I'm not reaching the Foot Clan, the hand. Wow. Think about it. It started off as like a parody. The Foot Clan, the Foot Clan were serious. Yeah, they were serious, but yeah. so were the hand. Yeah. Who, who do you reckon would win in if they had like a, a, a gang fight? The Foot Clan versus the hand. I'm going with the hand. Yeah, because Nobu was a serious Yeah, Nobu's man. real. Yeah, he's a serious not, man. You're not messing with Nobu. Yeah, yeah. And his he, name is Nobu. Yes. Yeah. It's not a restaurant, blood. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, obviously, we got to give a shout out to James Avery. Shredder. Rest in peace. Yes. To Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Uncle Phil James Avery was the voice of Shredder. 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 And, you know, we got to give a shout out to Krang. Oh, Krang. Yeah. yeah I swear. Krang looked like a piece of old chewing gum. Yeah. He... <laughs> Better hubba bubba. Yep. <laughs> Krang was a hubba bubba. Yeah, he was an old hubba bubba, brother. No flavor in it. Yeah, he was annoying, yeah. though. Yeah. He was annoying. And Shredder, you see Shredder. You could see he was once, you know, he was an admirable, you know, upstanding individual. And he went to the dark side, as they always do. Yeah. And he got to take orders from Krang. Yeah. Krang, bruv. Krang, you know. What was the name of the, um, that big old monster that Krang used to sit in, like, in the, in the belt type thing? What was that guy's name? He never had a name. Did he ever talk? No, I don't think he ever talked. Let's he give was... him a name now, then. Eugene. Eugene. Yeah. Eugene. Osbert. <laughs> no, no. We already got one. Os- give him a Dinobots. Nah. Okay, fine. Nah. His name is Eugene. Let's call him Eugene. 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 Yeah, Eugene. 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 And then um, here's something that I thought you might find interesting if you didn't know. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I got this from Fan Bros. So shout out uh, Ben Amin and Tatiana King Jones. Another podcast you should definitely check out because they're other people nerdier on our podcast, than us. No, they're cool people. No, stop promoting other people on our podcast. They're cool peoples. Okay, cool. April in uh, Teenage Mutant Hero Tales. In the comics, she's drawn as a black woman. She's actually black. She's not white. She's not Caucasian. So when, when did she become Caucasian and why? In the cartoon. 
Mm, you have to sell it to the mass market, eh? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying that in the so comments... we could, we could have had like, a female Trevor McDonald. Yes. And they took it away. Yes. They, they, they didn't give it to the her. dream. Or, or Mo- Moira Stewart. Remember Moira Stewart? Yeah. Moira Stewart was a bad man. She, she's a she's a, a woman. Woman. Yeah. yeah. yeah I know, she's serious. I know, she but still I looks said, the same. Okay. No, but she's real. Yeah. Moira Stewart. See, like, we could do that as well. Like a little offshoot of our newscast that we grew up on. Trevor McDonald, Moira Stewart. These were strong, upstanding people. Absolutely. No, absolutely. But she, yeah. That's an interesting fact, though. Yeah, she was... Uh, interesting apparently fact, Apparently, she was... And shout out to Rocksteady and Bebop, because they just got put in the films, like, the last... The last oh movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember, I remember the uh, the first set funny. of Teenage Mutant Hero Turtle uh, movies they did. Yeah, Vanilla it? Ice. Yeah, he was in it. Yeah, yeah he was. And, and that's the first time I ever saw Casey Jones. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because back then I thought he was a new character. Again, being in the UK, I didn't really have like a a kind of deep understanding. Right as to the origins of the turtles and the cartoons right. and so forth. So right. when Casey Jones showed up with the hockey stick, I'm like, this guy is nuts. Yeah, the, the 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 intros for some of these shows, like Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, um, the next one, which we'll talk about, X Men, was epic. Yep. But even Transformers, epic. Like these intros are synonymous with our childhood. Yeah, and I, you know what? You know what's mad is that I remember the buzz when the turtles first came to the UK. Right. Coming home, knowing that I'm about to see this amazing new cartoon, and I remember uh, once that first episode finished, I grabbed the pen and paper and I actually drew my interpretation of the turtles based on my own memory and i think you know fun and jokes aside it's amazing when a piece of art mm. can draw that inspiration yeah. out of you it's almost like you hear a song and then you just want to go away and write a song yeah. that's you know as good as or inspired by that and i, I really that's the thing about turtles that really sticks with me right. is that feeling you know there's not many firsts in life that you can say, you know, I remember this, I remember this, and some, you know, we don't always remember them fondly, but I remember that moment. Yeah. It's like a pivotal moment in my life. Who's your favorite turtle? Raphael. See, I was th- I think growing up, it was Raphael, but mm-hmm. upon reflection, became Donatello because he was the smart dude. Mm. Yeah, and I'm not that smart. He probably did finance. He he was in a ca- he was Indian, probably. He was in he was he was an Asian brother probably, and I probably like Raphael because he was he didn't take orders from anyone. He's aloof, just like my daddy. Wow. Wow. Just like my daddy. Your Leonardo. Mom, I didn't like Leonardo. Leonardo. No, he was a suck-up, man. No, I don't like suck-ups. No. He's like no. Jay Landman. We don't mess with no, him. No, we don't here. mess with him. And he was always sucking up to Splinter. Wasn't there a song on Kendrick Lamar's album referring to Splinter? Yeah. What was it called? Shireen? Shireen's song? Something like that. Something like that. Uh, from um, the first one. Yes. Good Kid, Good Mad City. City. Yeah. 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 I wasn't really messing. And, and Michelangelo, he was just too wild. Like, he had no broadtopsy. Like, he was, like, raised with the wolves. He has no space in our five-a-side that we'll be talking about later. No, 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 no. Get, get, get him out of him, man. Get him out of get him. Okay, him. okay. Do you reckon the turtles had a sister? No. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. And that's all I got. Yeah, yeah. That theme song is mad. It sounds like a Just Blaze beat to me. Yes. Hovey Baby or something. Yeah, something like that. Or Lord Knows. See, what we should do, you know, intros would relate them to rap songs. So that imagine the X-Men theme song was that Lord Knows. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. You smart. You smart. So X-Men, 90s. We're in the early 90s. Yeah, we're in the 90s now. Yeah, yeah. Um, First cartoon that I remember seeing that kind of serialized plots 
So okay. like, like Thundercats would, you know, have a beginning, middle and end in that episode. Yeah. Right? And in X-Men, you would have to watch a few episodes. There'd be two being continued, mm-hmm. like four or five episodes to finish one plot. Whether it's Wolverine, whether it's about Jean Grey, whether it's about, you know, the love triangle, mm-hmm. whether it's about, you know... Magneto taking over this alternative universe and, you know, uh, Xavier's dead. It was the first time I actually saw it. It was pretty cool. Um, definitely during middle school, it was something I look forward to coming home mm. to watch. What channel was it on again? I'm going to go with ITV? Probably. It, wasn't, it wasn't the Beeb. Probably. I mean, my, my first... <clears throat> I remember when the X-Men cartoon first came out. I think the first episode was when the Sentinels arrived. Right, and they were chasing Jubilee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jubilee was that. Jubilee was supposed to be like the central character. Because the creators wanted to, they wanted to center the show around you know the kind of nineties hip kids and stuff. But okay. she was annoying as hell. She, so, no, I, I didn't no, like Jubilee. A good, that's a good decision. Yeah, because she was annoying. No, that's, a, that's a good decision. But X Men, my first uh, encounter with X Men. My brother was a big comic book fan. Oh, was he? He used to collect a lot of comic books, so ah. he was big on the X Men. And you know, even twenty, thirty years later. My niece and nephew, they have what they call like a dress up as a character day. Nice. At, at school. And my sister, you know, shout out to Christiana and Christopher. They can't hear this right now, but they will. So my niece went as Rogue. No way. And my nephew went as Gambit. He even had that yes. little hair. Gambit was real. Remy LeBeau. That's a sick name. That's his name? Remy, Remy LeBeau. LeBeau. I'm surprised oh, the rapper hasn't taken that name. I mean, obviously Can I copyright. Can't take it. I mean, you're going to get us sued. We ain't got no money. That's fine. I'll take it. Okay. Remy LeBeau Remy is LeBeau. real. That's a serious name. Yeah. That's a serious name. Remy LeBeau, or should we say Gambit? Gambit. Gambit and Rogue were the original Ross and Rachel. Wow. He pursued her. He did. He pursued her. And she rebuffed him? Yes. Yes. I'm on point today with the comparisons. You are. I'm on point. Your references are... Are top because we've got the love triangle as well. We've got Cyclops, Wolverine, Jean Grey. We've mm-hmm. got Wolverine's whole mental health. Yeah, just he, like, was, he was off his nut. Yeah, he was PTSD. Like, yeah, he had he, some. He was off his nut. He needed Jesus. <laughs> no, he needed Jesus. <laughs> he needed Jesus. Do you remember, do you remember, he needed to go to church on Sunday, bro. He needed a divine intervention. He needed a minister. He needed a bottle of water. He needed a <laughs> massage. He that needed baptized and all that. He just needed to start life again. Wow. Magneto, if we're looking at villains, we had Mumra, we had, um, we had the, tra- the Decepticons. Yes. Magneto was a pretty fierce villain. Yes, but he wasn't as scary as Mumra. No, he wasn't as scary as Mumra, but he was, he was a very good adversary. Yes, he was. Like, I think his, his warfare was more psychological mm-hmm. as opposed to just brute strength. And, yeah. you know. and you've got Xavier, who you know, is always a glue for you know, the whole show. But he was always trying to... It's like, you know, he's trying to bring him back to the mm. path and he couldn't. Mm. He just really couldn't. There was like an episode, I think, uh, Deadly Reunions. It's like where that, that Xavier really realises that, yo, Magneto's on his... He's on another path. I can't save him anymore. He's gone. It's quite sad when you think about it. It is. And it, it's relatable because, again, you can relate that to life. You yeah, can relate that to friends. All, all the friends I have in jail. Right. Gone. Yeah. Life I, done. I tried to appeal to them. You, it, it, I was the original Professor X. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. But there, were, there, there was um, another one I saw. I remember I noted down, which was uh, One Man's Worth. It was interesting because for the first time, you see the X-Men in some sort of alternative reality, like alternative universe. So Xavier's dead. Magneto's running things. Mm. And so you now the X-Men, like Wolverine, Gambit, everyone are following Magneto. And they showed them in a whole different light. And it gave the writers a, 
a way to rewrite those characters. Okay. So that's what I love about that show because mm -hmm. it could take you into different worlds in different plot lines and underlay these kind of real life things. So is there anywhere is there anywhere where you can watch this cartoon now? <sighs> I don't know. I don't. You know, know what they really need to do? All these cartoons really should be on Netflix. I don't know what kind of licensing agreements they'd have to sort out. Yeah, but these cartoons, like, they really should be made available yeah. again. I think, especially for the younger generation. Yeah, because these guys, classic. these guys are Ben Ten. That's trash. Ben Ten. Yeah, ben Ten is trash. Dora the Explorer. Bro, all these cartoons do are look good, but the plot lines and the no, character no development that, is lame. But that's the difference between the, the the shows now and those of the 80s and 90s, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we're looking at the X-Men had a great... The, the plot lines and the way they crafted these storylines is brilliant. And we like, also got to mention the fact that one of the best female rappers of all time is Jean, Jean Grey. Grey. Yep. And her second album was going to be called The Phoenix. Really? Yep. It was supposed to be... A, they, they were supposed to be a, a, a second album yeah. with her and Ninth Wonder. Um, wow. Because Genius, the yeah. first album they yes. did, got leaked. Right. Um, so they worked on some new music. I think there were like four tracks on this album on MySpace. Right. So I'm taking it back. Right. So yeah, the second album was going to be called The Phoenix. And it's, it's, I don't know if it was ever completed. Or... I've I got a question for you. Go ahead. Beast. No, the blue thing. What's his ethnicity? Hank McCoy. Hank McCoy. The genius. The smart one. Well, what was, his, what was his... For you, growing know, up... I don't know any black folk called Hank McCoy, bro. But I don't know any black folk called Beast either. So what yeah, was his... His name wasn't Marvin, though, was it? No, it wasn't Marvin. It wasn't no, Leroy. It wasn't Leroy. I was going to say Leroy. No, it's not Leroy. It's not Winston. Winston. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not Jamal. No. So it's Hank McCoy. Plus, he was a professor. You know we don't finish college. <laughs> <laughs> Just be real. Yeah, Beast was real, though. But do you know what I really like? Good Sabretooth. Tooth. Good I, like, tooth. I, I like Sabretooth. Wasn't Sabretooth Magneto's brother? Yeah, man. Because yeah. him and Wolverine used to have them, the, the action scenes in the X-Men. That's what you really. call a dysfunctional family. Yes. Follow, just follow someone into the life, right? No, Sabretooth for serious. Didn't Sabretooth and Wolverine have beef as well? Yeah, they'd had, they had They were on site too as well, right? It was on site. Yeah. Always. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I used to love you their know clashes. What? All these rappers out here talking about on site when I see you, blah, blah. Listen, you man have the game twisted. You need to refer to some of these old cartoons and you will realize the problems or so called problems you have with other rappers it's aren't nothing. that it's serious. Nothing. It's nothing. Twitter not beef. Serious. Twitter fingers. Listen, X, the X Men, Wolverine and Sabretooth, they weren't on Twitter, bro. Yeah, they weren't on Twitter. It was, it was real life. They could, it was the real streets. They could see each other at any point. You know, yes, this, sir. Is, this is outside Hot 97. Yes, this sir. is the streets. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Another show I was thinking about in preparation for the podcast was Dexter's Laboratory. I never watched that. So you this never is watched my, it? No, this is my cue to go make me a cup of tea. Okay. I'm just going to sit back and listen. And you can wax lyrical about Dexter. A, is it Dexter and the Laboratory? No, Dexter's Laboratory. He was a whiz kid. The only Dexter we respect out here is uh, Dexter Morgan. Just letting you Dexter know. Morgan with that whack-ass ending, no, bro. No. Right. It's about 24, 23 years old now, Dexter Laboratory. So it was um, created by individual by the name of uh, Jendi Tarkovsky who went on to create Samurai Jack and Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh, that's an interesting link. Yes. And furthering on from <laughs> my links, what I found, Chris, my dear friend, <laughs> as I tell you, one of the writers on the show, he actually co-wrote for episodes, Seth MacFarlane. 
He was a storyboard artist on Dexter's Laboratory. Yes. And he co-wrote four I episodes. I know that name. He is the creator of Family Guy. Now, in terms of Family Guy, I've never... I didn't really watch Family Guy too much. Um, but my oh, fiancé... no. I know. My fiancé is a huge Family Guy fan. Shout out to my fiancé, Roxy. Love you, baby. Um... She always she loves Family Guy. Yeah, like she it's watches real. it religiously. So when I annoy her, she'll mm. probably watch Family Guy. <laughs> but I love the Family Guy theme music as well. Yeah, it's great. But when 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 whenever you want to annoy her, just go. Oh no, I know. I'm gonna try that. We'll try that off the mic though. Yes. Yeah, because you sound very weird right now. Yes. And I don't feel comfortable. Okay. So uh, Dexter, um, the reason why I love the show because it was funny. It condensed everything into. You know, less than 20 minutes is like sometimes like episodes like 15, 12, 12 minutes, right? But it condensed everything. It was dramatic. It was over elaborate. He had this annoying sister who somehow helped him at times. He loved her. He wanted to... It was that sibling rivalry, but he also wanted to help her and love her. Uh, and then he had these Star Wars references. The 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 mum and dad were like quintessential, very old school, like 60s parents. Like they were like grew up in the Kennedy years and they're very smart and they work at Ford and stuff like that, right? But I loved it because... It also had a link to Rugrats. The first person to voice Dexter was a lady by the name of Christine Kavanagh, who also voiced Chucky in Rugrats. Okay. I vaguely remember Chucky. Can you do an impression? No. That's not happening. Okay. And, um, are, you finished, are you finished being smart now? No. Okay. Uh, and then also... The Big Bang Theory. There's a thing about... It's the precursor to the Big Bang Theory. Some sort of, uh, you know, internet conspiracy... That um, Dexter's Laboratory was a precursor to the Big Bang. Theory. Some people are really doing too much out here. Yes, pre pre clue to Raj and them, Leonard and them. No, I don't think so. But you know, <laughs> we'll go with that. We can't talk about eighties cartoons without mm-hmm. looking at the stereotypes. When we were kids, <laughs> we used to watch these shows and we used to laugh and be like, "Hey, punch him, kick him, hey, hey, yeah, pa, yeah. Pa, 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 pa. get him, get go him. on, go on." But now we're older. Yeah. Some of these cartoons took liberties. They did. And I'm saying liberties. I'm pronouncing the T. Just so I can express <laughs> my disappointment. Now, if we go back to Thundercats, mm-hmm. this isn't necessarily a bad thing, mm-hmm. but I am convinced Panthro was black. I don't disagree. Panthro was a black man. People disagree with me. I don't... Di- why, did, why did they disagree? They just think, Chris, you're looking at this too deep. Panthro was a black man. I'm going to tell you why. Let me tell you why. Right, right. Panfro had a bar lid, yeah? He was a bar yeah. lid. Crazy. Always had a fresh trim. Crazy. Always had a fresh trim, so you know he had a barber. He had a personal Didn't barber. Did he have earrings as well? No, he didn't. But he had a box beard. Box beard. Yeah, he had a box beard. And you notice that Panfro, right? Mm-hmm. When Lionel was out doing camping and whatnot, looking for stones and pebbles and whatnot, right? Panfro was always in Cat's Lair, just chilling and working on stuff. Like, Panfro didn't go outside. Panfro was a black man, bro. Like, Panfro would be in Cat's Lair like this. I wish a nigga would. <laughs> Who wants beef? Who want yo yo? Who yo. want it? Who want beef? Who yo? want beef? Yo yo, man a bad man out here, you know. Hey yo, me come from Tondera, you know. Me will shut up the wall, you know. Did he do what Lennox Lewis said and said? No man test this. Not listen. He didn't need to say it. Do you know? He was bad. He was. Do bad. you do you know that like, every time Lionel says Thundercats, ho? Oh. Who was at the front? Yeah. Driving, Dri- and he always had modifications to the nah, thunder he, tank. He, he was real. He was a black man, bro. He was he was a mature 
older gentleman who schooled the young OGs. Yeah, but he was he was ready to scrap as well. No, nah, he was. He could fight with his hands, he was, though. He was ready to scrap. And to add to his blackness, yeah. he was voiced... <laughs> not, I'm being very serious, on, bro. I'm being very serious. Name? He was voiced by Earl Hyman. Earl Hyman... Who's that? ...played uh, Russell Huxtable in The Cosby Show. So no! Was, yeah, he was Huxtable. Chris Huxtable's daddy. What? Yeah, don't get no blacker than that. He's black, Yeah, yeah. Black. Bamford was down for civil I rights, will, I, <laughs> I always just assumed... He was black. Dude. Lino. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Lino, Lino is um he's a hipster. He's hipster. Yeah, he was a hipster in Third Earth. Du- Lino was walking around in brief boots and he had the vest with the belly cut out. That's hipster. He bro. did, he did, he Lionel did. Lino would fit right into but his, his glove thing, the, the lion's glove he had was real. Yeah, yeah. I want one of those. Yeah. Did they ever sell those in the shops? I don't know. I was too poor. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, but yeah, Panfro, Panfro was a black man. Real. Panfro was a black man. Got time for him. So um, we'll talk about Hey Arnold, because I was uh, a prone... Dude, why are you picking out all these obscure cars? Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, did you ever watch Hey Arnold? I Hey Arnold, man. I was either at home watching Ulysses or I was in church. Yeah, but Hey Arnold, like, he had, he had him and his black best friend. They were, like, they were, they were so cool. People used to judge them, but they were comfortable with who they were. They, were they like, bucked the trend. They were like Eminem and 50? Yes. Okay. Or Royce and Eminem. Okay. They were bad. Well, they're not really bad versus evil, but okay. they they bucked the trend in that. And then I we got. I don't see a stereotype. No, but they bucked the trends of stereotypes, right? So you had. It, it was basically the fact that two guys who usually would be bullied and would be kind of cast away, they're not. They're the central characters and they were comfortable who they were. Look at. Hey, Arnold's here for crying out loud. What was this? Oh, it was pied out. I think I'm okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yes. Yeah, his haircut was messed. Yes, but he his was comfortable. Was Looked like he got his haircut from Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I'm going too far. Should we talk? If you want to talk about real like um, stereotypes, Scooby Doo, right? Break this down. Are you going to say the black man was Scooby Doo? No, Shaggy, Raggy. <laughs> <laughs> we got um, masculine male, modern female, mm-hmm. in inverted commas. Right. You got the delicate male, the delicate female. Fred, or as I like to term as Sideman Fred, mm-hmm. right? He's the masculine male. If you notice, he's always the one who's always creating the solution. Right? Then you got the modern female, Daphne? I think it's Daphne, the redhead one. Yes. Yeah. Or she ginger. Nah, who cares? Back then being ginger is controversial. Right, but I say we we'll, we'll go with red. Okay, let's say redhead. Thin. She's her and Thelma wear a skirt, but look at how uh, Vel- Thel- Thel- Thelma, Thelma, Thelma. Yeah, I think it's Thelma. Thelma. Yeah, yeah. How is she portrayed? Thelma. Glasses, stocky. Oh, yeah. The smart but not so attractive and friend. Look, and look at Fred. He's always crisp. Where he... Yeah, the white shirt. White and shirt. And the crispy blues trousers. Crisp. Boot cut. <laughs> yeah, boot cut, bro. Boot cut. <laughs> <laughs> look at Shaggy. Yeah, Shaggy was dead. Shaggy was dead. Yeah, Shaggy was dead. It reinforces all those. Shaggy got shagged. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it just reinforces all of those stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sideman Fred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've got, like, Johnny Bravo. Okay, you got, you got... I didn't watch Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo, like, this is a Cartoon Network, right? So, Dexter Laboratory set it off. Cartoon Network, is that Sky? Car- Cartoon Network, yeah, it's on Sky. Yeah, we, we, never, had, we never had Sky in that. We had Sky in that. No, no, no. It was free in that. It was free in that. Satellite dish so in that. So, you said you grew up poor, but you had satellite. Yeah, man. Okay. We're Indian. A, we do that. We work away. There's a lie being told here. So, um... Johnny Bravo was always looking, trying to get the woman. Very persistent. Always just call women hot mama. 
It was like the Elvis. It was like an Elvis caricature. What year was this? Ooh, I would say late nineties, early two thousands, maybe. Yeah, that couldn't fly now. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely Social justice not. warriors would get him. Did you ever watch Pinky the Brain? No. So there was these two mice, and they got this egomaniac um, mice called the Brain, and every day he would con- he would concoct a, a new way to try to take over the world. Hey, Brain, what are we gonna do today? Same thing we always do, Pinky. Take over the world, and it would always fail. What I realize is in the Steam song, it's one's, one of them is insane, one's a genius, and one's insane. Pinky was always considered the one who's stupid. Actually, he was the one who came up with some ideas in a very elaborate and you know eccentric way. Brain was the crazy one, but he just reminded me of those people who, you know, those people who just want their way and won't listen to anyone else, even if the other person's right. That was Brain. Sorry, I just had to just get off my chest. You smart. Yeah. You got the Rugrats. You know that if there's a new theory that there's um, they didn't exist. The kids didn't exist. They're all a figment of Angelica's imagination. Oh, that's stupid, bro. Like stupid. That's like they're in the Sunset Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like she just conjured them up. Like Chucky died. No, Tommy just conjures still... up children. No, no, no. This I don't is, understand. This is crazy. That woman need to see a doctor. <laughs> No, you're going to tell me that mug, Rugrats is now a, a, a figment of homegirl's imagination. Apparently so. She needs to see a doctor. She needs to see a doctor. Her and Wolverine need to go and see a therapist together. Yes. All right, before we get into our five side of cartoon characters, let's do rap references. Okay, let's shoot. Go for it. My favourite one, mm-hmm. my favourite cartoon rap reference, it's not the most mind-blowing line, but I love it when Razkaz, I think it's on... Um, I think it's on uh, Ghetto Fabulous mm-hmm. from the Assassination album. He says, I've got more raps than Mumra. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think, and I think Lupe, yeah, Lupe does made a, lot. a reference to Mumra, Mumra on Touch does. the Sky, but I'm yeah. sorry, Lupe. Razkaz had that one first. Now, Lupe does it, but he also says the N-word, which I, then I'm not reciting those lyrics. No, you can't do that. No, I'm not doing that. Can't do that. Um, I know, obviously, you've got the Wu-Tang. Uh, they always reference Transformers for uh, Voltron, I think. I never saw that Voltron cartoon, but supposedly Voltron yeah. was like the sickest cartoon. Was it? Yeah. Like, I think supposedly it was R- the sickest cartoon. RZA on the fourth chamber references the cartoon. We got Wayne on I'm One One referencing Popeye. Okay. Slim, uh, was it Slim Chance I'll Fall? Like Slim Williams, the, uh, they're talking about music, like olive oil. Oh, that's dead. Yeah. yeah that's a dead part. But there's, Lupe does a lot. And then we've always got Doom. Oh yeah, Doom, Doom. Doom is, day. he's a cartoon character in himself. The man is a cartoon. He's a cartoon. He's actually a cartoon. He is. This, he's got a mask and everything. Like, he's a cartoon. He takes it seriously. He does. And obviously Food, if you have not listened to it. Amazing album. You must go listen album. to it. Amazing album. I've got a few rap references on my own because for those who don't know, I actually have a song called Memory Lane where I talk about music from the 90s, my favourite cartoons growing up and video games. Mm-hmm. So I can do a verse for you now if you want. Break it down. And it goes like this. I remember when I came home from school in the afternoons. No work at chores, simply watching cartoons. CBBC was live from the broom cupboard, sat in front of the telly and put some food in my stomach. And in my mind, sometimes I find I wander back to when times were pure. Now you don't get none of that. Instead, the kids are into guns and crack. In my days, we were into Ninja Turtles and Thundercats. Not to mention the gummy bears and action force. Good guys, bad guys going back and forth. And Transformers had it on lock at the time. What's beef? Beef is Megatron and Optimus Prime. Remember Dungeons and Dragons? 
I never saw the last episode, so I still don't know what happened. And He-Man was stronger than you could ever imagine. So when the toys came out, you know I had to have them. Defenders of the Earth, Centurions and Visionaries. Before HD, but still I've got some vivid memories. Brave Star, Galaxy High and Ulysses. Everything has changed. They're so far from how they used to be. Is that supposed to be a flex bomb? Nah, Tim Westwood, exactly, baby. Nah, your bomb sound like a party popper. <laughs> nah, it was dope. That was great. I, nah, mean, I appreciate it. I wrote that 10 years ago, man. 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 well, years ago. I still perform it in my shows. Well, sometimes some music is timeless. Yeah. And some things are always, you know, it transcends time. Absolutely. And shout yeah. out to John Phonics who produced the original and Imperial who did the remix. Why do we keep mentioning Imperial? Because he's a genius. He actually is a genius. He's a genius. In my head, I have Imperial, a.k.a. the genius. You can't change that. There's no way you can change yeah, that. Don't gas him. Don't gas him. No, I'm being serious. I said don't gas him. All right, so there's two five side. Five side, five side. Okay. I'm a football fan. I love football. Liverpool are playing right now. Probably losing. Yes, but I'm here doing a podcast, such as my dedication. You're not serious? Yeah. So five side, I was thinking this time, rather than us creating our own five side teams up against each other, mm-hmm. we'll create one together. Okay. Right? Uh, I've got as goalie, Panthro. I don't know what you think about that. It's a good choice. Because he, he, he's a good defender. He will save always, it, he was a leader. In, he was always in cat's lair, though. Yeah, but he's always inside. He, he knows his position, you know what I mean? He's good with gadgets, so he's probably good with seeing play. Hmm. He's, he's vocal. You need someone vocal from the back. He's like a bouffon. He's, he's, he's bouffon, bro. Okay. I, I, it's a good choice. You know what I mean? He's Schmeichel. And that hurts me because he's Man United. I'm Liverpool. No, we don't. We don't mention. We don't mention Man United on this podcast. But shout out to our our listeners who are Man United fans. We got love for you, just not for the team. Um, <laughs> um, who would I have in goal? Optimus Prime. Oh, you know why? Go on. Because Optimus Prime, all he'd have to do is just um, transform into the truck and just park in front of the goal. But what if what if Megatron's at the game? Dance oh yeah, on. bloodshed, bro. It's bloodshed. Bro. It's blood in, blood yeah. out. You can't. It's bloodshed, bro. We're gonna have to like keep Megatron on the other side, bro. Like, but then again, Megatron, Megatron will find a way over there. He sends Starscream or something. <laughs> yo, he'd be like, yo, Starscream. Yo, yo, there you go. There so, you go. So, uh, there all right, you go. All right, all right. I had, I had Prime as the manager. Nah. Okay, cool. We'll put Prime as nah, defender. Doctor Claw got to be the manager. Doctor Claw. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah, bro. You just that. operating from the shadows. Don't even. Go, he hasn't even got to be on the sidelines. Speaking of the shadows, Batman, defender. No. No? Batman is a millionaire. You think he got... Probably, Batman probably owns the club. He's playing... That, you, this team we're coming up with, Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne will probably own it. It's he the, ain't got no time to be playing defender, it's, bro. It's Bruce Wayne FC? Yeah, probably. Probably. Wow. If it's not Bruce Wayne FC right now, he'll probably buy it. And the stadium's called the Bat Signal Arena? Okay, you're doing too much. Okay. Too much. But, so who you have defender then? Um, I would put Panthro as a Panthro. defender. No, you know who I put as a ooh, defender? Ooh, ooh, ooh. He-Man. He, man, master of the universe. Solid. Like a wall. Yes. Like a wall. And if you happen to get in the box, saw the grey skull, just pull it out. Where you going? What are you saying? What are you, what you saying? saying? You trying you to saying? score, yeah? Yeah. You trying to score, yeah? Man has a blade, fam. See, see this angle, yeah? <laughs> Cut off, fam. Yeah. Cut off. He, man. He, man. He, man. I'll give you that. Yeah. I okay. Know. I know. He, man. So we've got Prime, mm-hmm. He, man. I'm thinking another defender. We need another defender, yes. I'm thinking another yes, defender. Yes, 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 yes. Uh... Another defender. Add Wolverine. Add Wolverine. You got all the violent people yes, in defense. Because you need you need people on the pitch that are gonna fight till their death. Yeah, but Wolverine can't die. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's figure that's that like footballers. They say like, you know, he's gotta break his neck to get back there. Well if he break his neck, he's not gonna play football. That's true. 
you know what I mean? Wolverine, it's a euphemism. Wolverine will stab people on the pitch, bro. Yes. He, like, we talked about Italian defenders, mm-hmm. right? He's Chiellini, right? Okay. He, will make, he will make you try to bite him, but he'll juke you up. Okay, we're talking about football. Okay. And now we're um, promoting murder. Sorry. Sorry. That's a good defence. Who's uh, midfield, though? Who is midfield? I had one midfielder, and I had Dexter. Visionary. Okay. All right. You love this cartoon, bro. It's a brilliant cartoon, man. You know why I'd have in midfield? Who? The Animaniacs or something? No, 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 no. We're the Animaniacs. Oh, that was so annoying, bro. <laughs> it's not as annoying as what you just sang. Um, <laughs> I would have Lionel. I had him at had him as attack man. No, Lionel, because he could remember sight be on sight, so he could see the different. Yeah, players. but he's Roy the Rovers. He's like the, you know. No, Lionel, bruv. Lionel, bruv. messing remember, up everything. Remember, so remember, he's always outside, so he wouldn't. He know how to travel distances. He could run up and down the pitch as and when you need him to. He was never in catch layer. Never did any chores. Didn't cook no food. He was always outside. Should we put Beast in midfield? Good shout. Good shout. Holding midfielder. He can hold every, like he he he'll see everything. What was his power? Was he just really smart? He was really smart, but he was like, he was like blanker in some respects. Oh, he could vanish and appear in different places. Yeah. That's a sick midfielder. You know what I'm saying? No, it's Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler could do it. Yeah, yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he could just jump on the walls and ish like that. Nightcrawler. Let's do Nightcrawler. Yeah. Thanks, Darnell. Yeah. We got Darnell. We got Darnell in the studio. He's like. He's like the unseen eye. He'll correct Dr. us when we're wrong. He's like Dr. Hank McCoy. He's Do- Dr. Dr. Hank McCoy. It's Dr. Hank McCoy. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler in midfield. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Yes, Nightcrawler. Sir. Nightcrawler. Should we put yes, Storm sir. up front? Causing all kinds of havoc. I like the analogy. You know, we didn't talk about Storm, about like her being such a strong female character. I'm hurt. Should we, put, we do a part two? No problem. Should we put... Oh, yo... Let's do a part two. Should be really, really bad and put Mumra up top. Yeah, Mumra, right in front. Mumra. Yeah, you got the brother goalie will run away. Yes. Ancient spirits of evil. <laughs> yes. Just a tapping. <laughs> After that. Just a tapping, bro. Back heel and that. Yeah, bro, it's a tapping. And you know what? You don't bring up don't bring the old Mumra. Not the one no, with no, the no, not, no. not the one with the red hoodie, right? No, you you I'm bring the, the muscly one with the skirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah the, and the dreadlocks yeah, yeah. because because he was scared defenders. Bruv. and the goalies, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mumra, Mumra. Can you imagine on the back of the shirt? Mumra, Mumra, number nine. Mumra, Mumra. And that's the number nine for the amount of ancient spirits of evil he will call for you. Mumra, yep. That's our team right there. Premier League champions. That's real. Absolutely brilliant. Right, Chris. It's another episode done. We got to thank. We're done uh, already. We are done. Oh man, I enjoy talking to you, man. Yeah, it's not mutual. Um, professional and that, professional and that. Uh, you're not professional, bro. This it's been a great it's been a great show. Uh, I'm glad we've got to a second episode. Yes, and we haven't killed each other yet. We haven't. That that's going to happen. Absolutely. But not like Optimus Prime. I will put the brakes on you, dog. <laughs> I will put it's not Megatron it. Optimus Prime. No, no, it's not Megatron Optimus Prime. It might just be, I don't know. Cyclops um, and Wolverine. Yeah. It's more like that, yeah. right? And I'm like Cyclops and you're like Wolverine. That's a stereotype in itself. Why? Obviously. We'll talk about this off, off, off the microphone. Why? Off the microphone. Are we going back to nowhere again? <laughs> right, so we thank everyone at Click Productions. Yes. Shout out to Darnell. Darnell. Darnell, the engineer extraordinaire for having so much patience. AKA and, um, Dr. Hank McCoy. Yeah, that, that might be a good alias for him. Hank I think McCoy. it is. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. He's mad agile when it comes to the um, the workings 
the of, inner workings, the inner workings of, of engineering and, and podcasting. Yeah. Yes, Hank McCoy. Yeah, second episode, Breaking Atoms. Yes, make sure you follow us on all our socials. So we've got SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Break the Atoms, at Break the Atoms. Subscribe, let us know what you think. Tell us what your favourite shows were growing up. Big shout out to uh, Ryan Maxwell, who sent in uh, some of his cartoons, He his favourite cartoons growing up. What does Ryan he, want now? He, he want He-Man. We mentioned He-Man, yes. The GoBots. I have no. I, I I I remember it vaguely, but he's gone too deep. Oh, he. he I'm Fireman Sam. I'm, okay, stop now. Uh, and Postman Pat. That's enough. Postman that's Pat. Enough. Postman Pat. No, that's Postman enough. Postman Pat. And it's black and white. Yeah. Ryan, you are one of the most amazing human beings I know, but that's enough. Tell you what, Mentalist went. Hard, Shout out to Mentalist. Hard. That's my man. He had Defenders of Earth, which we talked about. Yes. He also had the raccoons. Yeah, raccoons was hard. Yes. Cyril Snare. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, my, that's my AKA. That's my you, new AKA. You, you, you want a fun fact? Go on. I think my dad was going to call me Cyril. No way. Yeah. I think my mum and grandma had to intervene. Imagine I'd be Cyril, Cyril. right now. Cyril, Cyril Mitchell. Cyril, bruv. That's a Cyril, real. That's I've got beef with my dad to this day, bruv. It's but, on site. It's Megatron Optimus Prime <laughs> with my dad. Just for that name. Yo, let us know what you think. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Peace. <laughs>